0: Hi, everybody. It's Monday again, so it's another podcast from me. And this time we are still talking about uh, minimizing or decluttering your possessions. Uh, However, I would like to tackle it from uh, a specific angle. And uh, I'd like to talk about science. Oh, science, right? (laughs) And uh, specifically behavioral science. And uh, I want to talk about it because this is an element that is... uh, kind of uh, implicitly present in the, all of the advice I've seen uh, regarding decluttering or minimizing, but uh, is scarcely uh, really called out as, as such, as, as a science. And uh, I think that's important because um, behavioral science allows us to understand a little bit more how our brain works And it gives us the insight uh, into why is it so difficult to part with possessions. Why we cling so much Uh, and uh, uh, why don't we want to let go um, some items that uh, uh, might really be completely useless. Um, So mm, what I want to do is to uh, briefly cover uh, three specific cognitive biases that are actually clouding our judgment when it comes to uh, the the value of uh, certain items. And when I'm speaking of cognitive biases, I mean uh, perception biases that are uh, actually making us see things not fully rationally, uh, but uh, through kind of a skewed lens of our mind. And you don't need to feel bad about it. You don't need to feel like uh, Um, That the uh, inability to see things objectively is making you a lesser person uh, Because all of us, all humans are um, actually victims of uh, of cognitive biases It's totally normal Uh, So getting getting right into the the three cognitive biases I believe are relevant uh, when it comes to decluttering The first one I want to talk about is uh, called endowment effect and the uh, endowment effect uh, is uh, described in uh, fairly famous book of Daniel Kahneman, Thinking, Fast and Slow. And uh, this is not the only this is not the only cognitive bias that Kahneman writes about in there. Uh, you may want to check out the book and and uh, uh, read about a plethora of these biases. But um, the endowment effect specifically is interesting for us because. Uh, Uh, What it is, is essentially a notion that we tend to attribute higher value to the items we already own compared to the items we don't. So once once you buy the item or once you get it as a gift, once you perceive it as your own, it has greater value for you in your mind. You are just not willing to part with it. the same price uh, that uh, a person who is totally indifferent to this item would be willing to pay and it sounds it sounds mad but uh, uh, there are experiments uh, and that uh, that proved that this is the case and uh, it is very often blocking us from getting rid of items that we've been owning for a long time Uh, it could be a piece of clothing that uh, uh, you owned for for quite some time. You have some fond memories uh, connected to this item, and you just don't want to let it go. And if you were to let it go, you want to sell it, and you want to sell it for much more than what it is worth. My mom has this issue with uh, sending uh, with uh, sorry with selling uh, the uh, gramophone records, which she was collecting for uh, the majority of her life, and. Uh, These are not not some vintage, uh, hipster, cool uh, vinyls, uh, but uh, pop music from communist Czechoslovakia mostly, and uh, its market value is minimal. However, uh, she felt that uh, these items are more valuable and should be more valuable on the open market than they already were. The way to deal with it is just ask an honest opinion of a friend, or Google an honest opinion of eBay or Craigslist to see how much something is really worth and get a reality check. The second cognitive bias I want to talk about is called sunk cost fallacy. Sunk cost fallacy means that uh, uh, we are very, very unwilling to get rid of items into which we have invested our time or money in the past regardless of the residual value of this item right now. So what this might mean is uh, if, I, if I bought an item in the past, I spent a lot of money, maybe I spent uh, a lot uh, on customization, um, this item might be completely useless right now, but uh, I still don't want to sell it because uh, uh, I still feel the pain of the cost uh, that uh, I, I already invested into this item. And uh, um, in behavioral science, this is uh, um, again um, demonstrated in a bunch of experiments when uh, people are, for example, willing to travel far, far away from their home to do a shopping uh, in a store uh, where uh, they can utilize their you know, a purchase voucher, for example, even though the nominal value of this purchase voucher is ridiculously low, just because they just feel the voucher already exists, they already uh, have uh, this, uh, uh, this item, they already have this expense, and it would be such a waste to not to use it, to let it go to waste, literally, I guess. So um, what's the help in here? If you have an item like this, you know, something new, something you invested into, uh, the question you should ask yourself to see what it's really worth is how much would I be willing to pay for this item right now if I was to buy it new? Would I be willing to pay uh, as much as I'm thinking this is worth? And if you need a reality check, it might be good to ask a friend again, even here. Because uh, uh, this is often clouding our judgment and uh, um, the sunk cost fallacy is also um, an effect that makes us invest our time and effort into projects uh, that are doomed to fail just because we spent too much time with them already. I have it with books, you know, books I bought, books I maybe uh, read halfway through never finished, I feel like I want to keep them because someday I may want to finish them. The last um, effect I want to mention, effect I'd say, uh, you know, uh, last uh, uh, perception bias here would be a funny one. And it's called IKEA effect. And um, the IKEA effect uh, basically means that we tend to overvalue the items that uh, uh, we put together ourselves you know so for ikea of course so whatever you assembled or you put your work into that or you customized it may have greater value for you than uh, than the quote unquote normal items and uh, end this, the full confession is, I'm suffering with this right now with something I don't want to let go I have a bunch of uh, um, printouts of um, articles on political philosophy, which is something I was very interested in um, well (laughs) 15 years ago probably more than that Uh, almost 20 years ago I guess and uh, not only I printed them So that would be, you know, endowment effect. I printed them, I have them for a long time. But there is IKEA effect also, because uh, I used color highlighters, multiple colors actually, and I highlighted and annotated them. So uh, now they are my personal comments. I mixed my labor, my effort with uh, these articles. And... um, there is the Sankos fallacy as well because i um i studied political philosophy and i i thought that one day i uh, may get a phd in that which i never did you know due to uh due to internal and external factors i'd say i was lazy to finish and um, um but i still have those i still have those articles for way over 15 years now so my Uh, The IKEA effect is stopping me from getting rid of them because I feel I cannot replace them. I made these highlights and uh, uh, they are unique. So how can you work with that? And how will I work with that um, in the the upcoming days? To make it easier on myself, I'm just going to scan them into PDFs. uh, So I have this kind of safety net to feel I'm still keeping it. And um, I'm going to toss the hard copies. Because uh, if you want to uh, build space, to build room for your new uh, self, for your new life, and uh, uh, build the possibility to, to do something uh, extraordinary, um, part of it is letting go of what is not serving anymore. And uh, I want to be honest with myself... Um, I'm never going to use those articles the way I intended to 15 years ago And uh, I invite you uh, to do the same Be honest with yourself Assess your possessions as objectively as you can And if you can, ask help Check eBay, check Craigslist, check with your friends What is the item really worth? And act accordingly That's all I have for today Thanks again and uh, I guess I'll see you next time, which is a figure of speech because I'm not going to see you, of course. But you may see me on YouTube or if you're just listening to this, uh, you can just hear from me, I guess. Okay, this is it. Cut.